0: this
1: is the next level running podcast brought to you by the expert coaches at run doyen helping runners of all levels crush their goals on race day by matching you with the perfect coach or training plan welcome to the Next Level Running Podcast and our monthly Instagram Live Replay edition. I'm your host, David Jankowski, here to introduce this month's Instagram Live Replay, which is between our founder, Jordan Welling, and coach Addie's a Runner. Together, they talk about motivation, which I think is a particularly challenging thing at this moment in time with the COVID pandemic going on, as well as just not a lot of races. So, Addie really helps us walk through how she stays motivated and some tips, tricks, and goal setting that you can use to help you continue to move forward and progress in these times where motivation may be at a low. So, with that, let's jump right into that Instagram live conversation between our founder, Jordan Welling, and Coach Addie's a Runner.
0: Hello, welcome. How are you doing?
2: Good, good. Uh, good to see your face. How are you?
0: Doing well, doing well. So it looks like you're, you're in your car. I think you mentioned that you just finished uh, helping some at a kids practice. Is that what you're up to this afternoon?
2: Yeah, I have book practices. Um, Fridays yes. are my fourth grade boys. Uh, so yeah, there was a fire about a mile away. That was exciting, Oh no. But um, yeah.
0: Well, thanks for joining. for those who aren't familiar with Addie, she's actually, um, she's an elite professional runner. Um, she's qualified for the Olympic Marathon Trials. Um, she's one of our coaches at Rondoin, also a certified personal trainer. Um, how, have, how have you been doing with, um, I guess, that for yourself, before we kind of get into coaching and how you're helping your athletes um, get through these times? I'm curious on uh, kind of a personal level for you as an athlete, how you're, how you're doing through this time with, with training um, through covid
2: yeah. That's a great question. You know, um, I coming off of the, uh, Olympic trials in February, that to me feels like the last normal weekend of my life. Cause about, you know, a week yeah. or two after that kind of the world shut down. Yeah. Um, and as unfortunate as COVID has been, um, it's actually been personally like pretty good for me and my mental health and like, specifically as far as drinking. And what I mean by that is um, I was so, like, wired, like, 10 steps ahead of me, like, living in the future constantly. And, and what COVID has taught me is, like, we, we can only live in the now. Uh, so I, I was pretty injured um, going into Olympic trials. And then I was feeling great a few weeks before trials. I uh, was able to finish the race, which – exceeded my coach and my expectations. Um, and then kind of coming off that and then each of my races getting canceled, you know, like month by month that I had on my calendar. Um, at first it was sad, and then it was just kind of really freeing. Um, and I just kind of sat down and wrote about uh, why my favorite year other than like my very first year running and, and it's because it's been the year of no expectations for myself. So I've,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I've been just like hitting time, mileage, and practice that I never thought was possible. And it's because I'm, I think I'm no longer standing by way of like, oh, X amount of weeks before this race, or know, this race didn't go as planned. It's like I race two to times a week because I see each hard uh, workout, hard practice workout as kind of my right. like races. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: And then I guess kind of on a similar, how are you helping your athletes that you coach um, get through this time and think mentally and, and through training? What, what's helping to, how, what advice or motivation are you giving them to help stay motivated and, and find inspiration through these through challenging times?
2: Yeah, so two of the biggest things I um, have for my athletes is, one, um, be really gentle with yourself. Uh, that's something... I don't do that well. And then I just go, go, go. And I crash burn. Mm. So sometimes my um, athletes message me or call me and they're just like, I don't want to run today. Like I, I just don't have it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what, let's change the plan. Let's either take today off or cross me. Now if they're doing that every day, then I I just kind of, you know, take a little bit of a training break. Um, but once in a while, again, it's, just, it's okay. Everyone is, is kind of mm-hmm. coping in their own ways. Um, and a lot of that we don't even know what's going on in our minds. So um, I've been, you know, preaching to my athletes, do what do what's best for you, do what's best uh, for your mental health. Um, but then I also have really, really been stressing that, you know, just because official races are, are canceled doesn't mean running is. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, personally, I love to race, but my love for running is even greater than my love for racing. Um, and so I've been trying to remind my athletes that and then also uh, challenge them a little bit more in workout or some of them have been doing virtual races. Others are like, Nope, that's, that's not my jam, but, um, yeah, just being gentle with yourself, but then also, you know, remembering that running. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Stuff. I think everybody's in a little bit of a different situation and handles it handles it differently. Um, I think it's important, like you mentioned, thinking, thinking the long, the long game, like w- we will eventually get, get through this, right. And how, um, you know, a day off to recover and keep yourself, you know, um, you know, somewhat motivated can, can pay off in the long run if, if it's needed. Um, so yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um, how about, so running, you know, there's, there's the challenge now, a lot of runners have, have friends, have uh, running buddies or groups. Um, those have become more challenging. And it, it creates it difficult to be able to stay motivated and get out for the run when you may not be able to run in your normal groups um, or with your normal friend. Like, do you have any, like, is it audiobooks, podcasts, apps? Um, I mean, people who want to kind of observe some level of social distancing and not kind of join their normal groups. Um, Are there ways that people can stay more mentally engaged? Is it, or is it, are there certain thought processes, things that can go through your mind to help, help you get through some of those long runs? A lot of people, you know, a lot of runners through these next few months, it's, it's can get dark and it can get lonely, right? It can be, Mm -hmm. um, can be a challenge mentally. So do you have any thoughts of when, when people are lacing up their running shoes and headed out the door? Um, what can they do to help kind of get through that longer runs or or harder session when it, when it may be alone and it may be dark and it may be rainy.
2: Yeah. So personally, I, I'm one of the only runners. I think I know that I have never listened to music or podcast Mm -hmm. when I run. Um, It was kind of like, my mom didn't have very many roles growing up, but one of her like roles when I first started running was like you could not you know run with headphones. she was just so worried <laughs> that I was yeah. just gonna like, you know not be paying attention or anything and I just kind
1: right.
2: of carried that but uh, when i when I am working out at the gym, I'm always listening to music, so mm-hmm. I think that music can be one of the biggest motivators and pre race too like um i've I've taken the time to sit down, you know get like playlists that just, you know, are really going to motivate me, really, you know, pet me up. Um, and I put those playlists together and, and those definitely motivate me. Um, and then another thing too is, um, I think, yeah. And, and there's been some great podcasts as well that, um, can't name any right now, but, um, I've never been to have a runner that can do a podcast for running. Um,
0: yeah. So what do you do? So, so if you're not one of the, one of those runners that, you know, it seems like it is a growing trend, more and more people are listening. When I go to a race, I look at how many people have, you know, are listening to something during the race, but obviously there, there are still some people that prefer not to look. So what are the thoughts going through your head or that you would give advice to people who aren't necessarily using some sort of extra audio to help them get through that? What are the, you know, if you go out for a 15 or 20 mile long run, like, a, a, you know, I'm sure you do in the heart of marathon training without um you know you're on your own let's say and you don't have um a group to run with on that day um what are those thoughts that go through your head how do you get how do you slug through that you know especially it's a dark cold kind of day
2: yeah well the first thing i tell myself is this is just a really really small chunk of my day um Mm -hmm. i have the rest of the day to uh do whatever i want that's first and foremost what i tell myself yeah. But then I also break that run into a bunch of little chunks, so it's usually fourths um so it, like essentially you know have a 20 mile long run okay Or four or five miles like oh, five <laughs> miles that's, that's nothing um yeah and then I also try to, like think of things that I have to look forward to later in the day so that like you know when I'm sledging along I'm like oh well, totally. later I get. So and so, or I get to Facetime my friend from college. Um, yeah, just trying to set up those those little goals.
0: Um, yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's a great. It's something I hundred percent agree with. That right, when you have something to look forward to later in that day. What I've never it, that resonates when you say that. What I've never thought to do is actually plan that. But I think what you could do is almost be strategic about that. Hey, have I know I have this really long run coming up. Um, it's going to be tough. I don't, I know I'm not going to want to do it on Saturday or Sunday. Um, I'm going to have to do it on my own. Um, but maybe schedule something, right? Whatever that kind of treat or, um, happiness thing or pleasureful thing that you, whatever that is in your life, right? Kind of schedule that with, with somebody or treat yourself that afterwards. So, you know, that when you finish that workout, that's coming. Yeah. Um, So
2: every Sunday I have a long run and um people think i'm insane because i technically work after um, my mm. work is i go um a beautiful local park and two of my best friends are my clients and they have a one-year-old baby and every sunday i spend two hours in a park telling my friend you know I, i'm obviously training them but I always know that I have that to look forward to. Um, and again, that's every, every single Sunday. Um, and yeah, when I'm like, "Okay, this sucks. I'm like, Oh, well I have eight David and Milo to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. So just really, yeah. Scheduling something. Cool.
0: Hmm. How about, so let's, let's talk about goal setting and I think it can be more difficult here. Um, i think there's there's certain ways to plan goals when you have you know you have races um how are you or in working with your athletes setting goals and i think that's that's important right i mean you have to be if you're a runner and you're training usually you're training toward towards something you kind of have the short medium and kind of long-term goals um i think it's important to to stay to be able to stay motivated you have to kind of know what what you're working toward given that there's so few races right now, right? So many few physical races. Um, how are you helping your athletes set goals and kind of what, what are their milestones or achievements that, that that you're helping them look forward when, when the, the future is kind of so uncertain, right? It's difficult to say, oh, yeah, we're going to run this race in three months. And, and while it may be scheduled today, you know, there's a high chance of that that's probably going to get canceled. Um, mm-hmm. How are you handling that and, and kind of what's that, that framework or process of um, defining goals that are that are realistic and and they can help you toward moving towards something.
2: Yeah. So for some of my athletes that are in shorter running, uh, the biggest goal we've been working on is just consistency. Um, because for like my newer runners, uh, you know, sometimes like they want to do a five k really really mm-hmm. soon, and then on race day they've only run maybe like three times. Week for like four weeks, so um, with the newer ones it's just about staying consistent and then um, kind of testing that with um, time trials. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with my more experienced runners, uh, what we've been doing is for goal setting, just really working on their weakness. So I have mm-hmm. a guy, who, um, crush long runs, I like, I give 20 miles tomorrow, i
1: mm-hmm.
2: gonna do it, but is not okay. So we right. have the past two months been working on his feet, and then with that setting goals, what, stay healthy. He's been finding, you know, his body's not used to feed. So now he's having to also set goals of rolling out, stretching, uh, sleeping. Uh, so yeah, I, I try to visualize my my goals with, with each athlete. um you know, I, I reminded him that there are going races and so we can always work on what we are weaker at. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, just like the more experienced athletes that tend to be like actual, you know, running big like things like, Oh, the longer run speed workout. My newer athletes that just running more consistently getting, mm-hmm. getting the miles in cultivating that love of putting one foot in front of the other. Um, yeah. <clears throat> a really big bullet
0: yeah those those are good great points i think you know most runners we get caught up on time-based goals. like i want to run this time for this distance essentially i want to pr i want to qualify for boston or i want to run this time for this distance um this can be a good time to set sort of different goals like you mentioned is it is it consistency is it staying healthy and not getting injured is it um working on those those strengths that you normally never have time to work with if you're a half marathon or a marathon or you're always going from one training cycle to the next that's focused on kind of the longer stuff and now it could be like hey let's let's see how fast you know you can run an 800 or something right and something you never you never get to do um, when you're kind of going through your your normal motions of always trying to run your goal distance faster so um, I think those could be really fun too I've gone through you know it's fun to pick a distance that you're not you know it, it's as we know it's, it's really difficult most runners find it difficult to time trial and i think that's where a lot of people are is they want to set prs or con- continue to run faster but it's really difficult right to go run it by yourself in a time trial um compared to a big race where you get kind of the race day jitters yeah. um you get all the people around you kind of to, to pace off of and all the help of that kind of race day um, but a way that you can kind of do that's you know, I haven't run an eight hundred, or I haven't. Maybe it's maybe it's going up in distance. You, it's like, you no, know I've never run a half marathon. Let me just go, let me go run one and see how fast I can do it. And and you're guaranteed a PR. You know, right. you kind of if you run a distance you've never really run, right? And so, um, those can be kind of fun ways to stay stay motivated. And and it's like you're, you're setting a new benchmark and working on a weakness that, that you know you haven't had a chance to work on before.
2: Yeah, and then also running in terrain. So I've been hitting the trails a lot. Mm. Um, Oh, uh, and that's it. so my car like has, well that's good um
0: <laughs> we can see you
2: yeah cool um i so so enjoying the trails and i yeah am, i do not have like whatsoever so i've also worked a lot on hills. um and again that's not something that's really like time oriented well mm-hmm. i've been timing myself up like certain hills and okay <laughs> yeah i'm doing a, a PR on a cliff drive. that's one of our big hills here yeah um so, yeah, like fun, fun, new things like
0: that. Yeah. Kind of like uh, Strava segments, right, have become pretty yes. pretty popular too, right? So you can kind of almost, yeah, find find a few. You know, if you can't find any races, you can maybe find find a few of those segments to go go chase or be the um, local. I forget what they call it now, what they've rebranded. Local 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 legend, local, local <laughs> legend. yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of an so. anti-Strava person. I mean, I'm on Strava, but I... Yeah. I make fun of those hardcore runners that are like so strong. but that's like all my friends. So, uh, kind of the where I and Barbara, the men have been like battling it out, which has been <laughs> really fun to
0: watch. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, how about this? Um, what What does mentally mentally t- what What does it mean to be mentally tough for you when we kind of talk about motivation? I think there's right. It could be it could be tough in a sense of um, getting through the pain, right? And being like, be able to push through difficult workouts. And then there's kind of mentally tough in terms of being smart and being dedicated. Um, can you talk through like, what is your perception of the differences of like, you know, a lot of people want to be more mentally strong. We spend a lot of time in training, obviously working on, getting stronger and tougher physically. Um, what does emotion, what does the mental strength mean to you? And, and if there are different kinds of mental strengths, how can you approach each of those? For example?
2: Yeah. Um, if you asked what the question was, um, two years ago when I was a senior in college, I would say, Oh, mentally tough just means putting your head down. Right. Sh- like shutting out your thoughts. Right. Um, now that I've been in the adult world uh, and, you know post been running for years um I really got like a more more holistic uh definition of being mentally tough knowing mm-hmm. knowing what your limits are and knowing when to push past them and when to honor them mm-hmm. um definitely is mental toughness uh, I think that. Yeah, I, I just think that it, it's really hard right now to be mentally tough just because, um, like, everyone that's alive today has never been through a, a pandemic, so we don't really know, like, timeline. Right. There's so much uncertainty. So I think that a lot of that, like, mental toughness is kind of like what I was saying, like, before, just just being gentle to yourself. Um, but also having that boundary of knowing, like, okay, there there is X Y that I get done today, um, and just, like, prioritize. So, yeah, I think my definition of of mentally tough is just honoring your needs, but also putting your head down, trying and getting, you know, what needs to be done, done.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, I think a lot of it comes down to Following, the, yeah, I think it's a balance of both. Sometimes you need to be mentally tough and grind, and sometimes you need to be smart enough to back off. I think it's following a plan, right? I mean, any week, hopefully you have you have a plan, and, and sometimes you need to be tough to, to stick to that. Sometimes you need to be tough enough to back off, right? The day is not meant to be a temple run, and so um, yeah. while you may be. You may think you're being mentally tough because you're pushing yourself harder, right? That may not be the design of that day. So, um, but again, and I think that's where, that's where a coach comes in, right? Like yourself or our coaches you know, at RunZoian can help guide guide runners of when to push, when to back off, um, seeing that holistic plan, how it integrates into something, something bigger, right? Because I think every day is just kind of a building block to something, something bigger that you're working toward.
2: Um, 100%. And the biggest thing I've learned during quarantine is oh my gosh. I used to like I just I I cannot my old self. Um I would like <laughs> call my mom after, you know, a workout and be like, I'm, I'm like time to get for the next race. I am so fit. It's not even funny. Like I would overly celebrate my great workout right. and I would overly just like self clothes my bad workouts like this up and down Mm -hmm. Uh, biggest thing i've learned during covid and i think it has been like taking more risks of things i'm not good at and whatnot is like don't overly celebrate the good days don't overly you know dwell on the bad and like my mom the other day like you seem so like just like even healed and i was kind of thinking about it and i was like yeah because you know, at the end of the day, it is putting one foot in front of the other. It, it's my passion. I, I love it, but tomorrow's like a, a new chance to, you know, be better if, if it was a bad day or if it was a really good day. Tomorrow's a chance that I might stuff still mm-hmm. really bad. So, you know, just never know. And I just kind of have that perspective of like, yeah, today is that little building block in the overall path um, one, one workout, one day, one
0: rate That's fine. Yeah. Um, so let's see here. I've got kind of a list of questions I'm looking at. It's that we have, and some people have sent in, if anybody, if anybody watching right now as well, feel free to drop in some comments if you have any for Addy related to the topic that on mental training, um, setting goals, or anything that you can think of that, that you want to uh, ask her um, regarding training, please feel free to drop them in. Um, we talked a little bit about, um, so let, let's let's go back to kind of like time trials. Let, let's say that somebody is doing a time trial. And how do, so mentally, how can people approach those differently than, than a race, right? I think a lot of people have gotten used to showing up to race day. And I think there's a growing um, amount of people that are training for a time trial that may be on their own. Right. And and that may be, that may be a time trial in a Strava segment that may be a virtual race. That may just be somebody time trialing on their own, right. Um, on a track or on a known distance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How, how do you think that is different when, when someone is training for a time trial versus training for a real race? I think both a little bit in the lead up, to that. And then, um, also on the day of, right. Again, I think that there's a lot going through your head on a, on a real race day with, with people and, and a physical race. And how is that different than, than if you maybe are doing it on your own?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many advantages to, to both. So, you know, a real race, you have the environment, you have, um, all the other people, you know, you have the race day jitters, so on and so forth. Um, time trialing, you have the power. You can stay at your own house, you can eat what you want, start what you want. You
1: can
2: <laughs> map out your own route, you know. So there really is um, plus and minus to both. The, one of the biggest things I've been encouraging my athletes time trials is um, in the lead-up to a time trial and then also on the day of time trial. It it's just all about taking risks that we normally wouldn't for mm. a race. Um, no, cause for a race, um, you know, there's, there's ego on the line and there's a lot of the time, money. Um, <laughs> right. And so like the time trial, it's just kind of like, okay, the only, only people that really know that you're doing <laughs> that are those you've told you and yeah. your coach. And so, um, and then, and then if you, you know, you terrible you can just say, oh well it was just done. But <laughs> yes. um,
0: yeah. So, you got yeah, nothing to but, lose in a way, right?
2: Exactly. There's really yeah. nothing to lose. And and it's just like there's no no ego or right. no one to impress. Um for me in I've done well, I haven't really I've I've faced some time trials um during this year, but when I see a workout on uh my coach's final search so when i see a workout that i'm just like he's gone off the deep end like you know it's way too fast too gnarly uh i just really, really dig deep and i almost uh and this is so embarrassing but i i imagine like announcer's voice and voice i imagine mm. people like near me and I, I think imagery uh it it really really helps mm-hmm. me so just yeah like I, I never kind of, I mean, I know I'm alone, but um, I never, I never like, you know, constantly remind myself like, oh, I'm alone. Like, this mm-hmm. sucks. I'm like, you know, I have someone that I'm always trying to get in the back of my mind. The announcer is always like, oh, don't, they're on, like, they're under skills. And that's kind of how I
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> help myself stay motivated.
0: Totally. I, I've caught myself doing the same thing. I think sometimes daydreaming a little bit, right? Can yeah. Can help you, and, and when you have, I find myself doing it sometimes, not on time trials, but ways that I can get have gotten through. You know, longer workouts, um, daydreaming and imagining yourself accomplishing, you know, what whatever you're striving to accomplish. Um, and it really helps you get through get through those times, you know, th- those harder times. Whether it's whether it's harder because it's mentally harder because you're maybe alone or whether it's harder because it's physically hard and you're doing a hard workout, but, um, yeah, daydreaming and, and focusing on those things what, that are motivating, I think, whatever, whatever it is. And I think it, it reminds you of, um, you know, that it's worth it, right. Of what, what you're doing yeah. is, is part of not, you know, it's focus on something, something bigger or something, um, yeah, larger that you want to achieve.
2: Yeah. Um, my, one of my, uh, that's, Really, really good question yesterday about um, kind of mental training with with running. Um, so something I always preach is that uh, you know you always have kind of a, a decisive moment in a race or a workout. Where things get really hard, and mm-hmm. you can either you know give into the physical pain and, and kind of slow down, um, or make it hurt as much as possible. Um, she was asking me, you know, like how. How do you know what like decision to make in that moment? And for me, right. I don't always remind myself: any physical pain I'm feeling right now, one is temporary, and two, I think, will be far less than the psychological pain I'm going through. Like knowing I didn't fully, fully like you know, exhaust the opportunity. I, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, and then her question at that is okay. How do, deal, how do you deal with after when you did make that right decision of like pushing yourself to the ultimate limit, but you still came up short, whether it was like your coach this time goal or your goal? And and my answer that was just well, I did all that I could mm-hmm. logically humanly do. So just because I didn't hit a series of numbers on paper,
1: you
2: know, mm-hmm. I I I gave myself. So yeah, yeah. I thought that was a really
0: interesting conversation we had today. Yeah, we got a question here from one of the viewers. Um, this actually ends up being a nice little plug for Rundoing in a way of us <laughs> explaining what we do here. But uh, yeah. the question is: Are you coached virtually, or do you coach any athletes virtually? And do you find that it is more difficult to either inspire athletes virtually or to inspire virtually? Um, so just to kind of, I'll. I'll answer the question more about what we as Rondoyan do, and then you can kind of give your take on it. But uh, yes, I think every, so run all of our coaches, including Addy. Um, we do all of our coaching online um, and you can get matched to a coach. Um, and then our services are provided through an online training log that we use as final surge. Um, and then we also have phone calls or uh, zoom video chats that you can schedule. Um, and so we, we've built an entire kind of integrated online experience for an athlete and coach to work together. Um, and so we've been like that before COVID as well. Um, We found a lot of success working virtually. Um, but Addy, why don't you share your, your take on that a little bit from how how is it in this? Do you feel like, do you still feel like it it is effective to, um, coach, coach virtually and have the level of engagement? Um, and what, what is that experience like being, being as a coach yourself and coaching these, um, athletes, you know, all around the world. I think, I don't know if you have any internationally, but I know that, uh, you know, we have at least a couple dozen athletes that are within the Rundoyan, um, family that are, you know, in different countries around the world. So, um, yeah. what is that virtual experience like, how you engage and how do you, how do you inspire people using kind of the virtual tools that I think we're all becoming a little bit more accustomed to it. It's funny that we've been using Zoom, uh, as a part of Rundoyan experience before this. And, uh, all of a sudden, Zoom became very popular in uh, <laughs> the past several months. But uh,
2: yeah, yeah, I, I, get that the online coaching is a lot more motivating for um, you know older, like I'd say, age to adult level, you know, people because when you kind of meet as a group um, and and whatnot, like that's what it's all about, but also kind of like okay like you know someone that's younger than me or you know my same age is like telling us what to do in, in like a group setting and it can almost feel and then I don't know maybe sometimes you don't you know vibe your coach in, in person and so I think that um really have like an accountability factor of uploading your run mm-hmm. you know, telling your coach how it was um you don't always have to like their face or or talk to them but for my athletes that like they the biggest feedback i get is just like the accountability factor because when i when i said at my athletes haven't you know run a, a day or, or two i'm like hey feeling okay um and they're just like you know what like thank you i that was like the push i i did and mm-hmm. it's not like i like yelled at them because you know we can all think back to like traumatic know experience in PE or you know a a childhood sport when we've had a coach really Mm -hmm. yell at us So that's never going to happen um on the on the online platform Mm -hmm. um the biggest thing I preach to my athletes is I work for you you don't work for me so I'm never going to be disappointed in you but like you know let's just let's keep it consistent let's keep it motivated if you're not feeling motivated like let's chat about that and I think that that's a really really great you know component of the online coach uh, is it is highly individualized because in, in an in-person group, you know, mm-hmm. and one-on-one, you know, it, it can sometimes be like, well, I, I don't know what's going on, but when you're, you know, when you have that chance to kind of sit down at home and type it out like, oh, this, this is how I'm going, coach, this is why I wasn't motivated mm-hmm. or whatnot, uh, it, can, it can really, yeah, help a person progress.
0: Yeah, and like you mentioned, I mean, it seems like most people are um, using GPS watches these days, right? And and having it be able to easily sync, it's it's amazing how much information, right, you're able to get virtually, and and more so than you'd probably get being being you know just holding a stopwatch at a at a track watching a workout, right? I think it's amazing how far we've come with technology and the amount of information that you as a coach are able to get. from your athletes, and then um, you know and be able to comment back and forth kind of on a quick basis on your phone, um, i think I think it, it kind of forces you to to keep in touch and keep tabs on what's going on um, you know, where before all this, you know, if your coach can't be there every day, you have to wait several days until you see them again, maybe at the next workout. Um, you know if you see them only twice a week, they may not know what's going on in between those days, right, but I think actually the virtual experience that we have set up with an online training log, back and forth, commenting athletes, uploading their workouts and the option to upload all their GPS data. Right. I think you become more empowered as a coach and more able to understand where they're at, how they're feeling. Their um, heart rate data. Yeah.
2: At that. You know. Okay. So I'm going to need another recovery day before I go and send them out for intervals because their heart rate yeah. was pretty high today. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What are there any specific types of workouts or how have you adjusted training for some of your athletes during this time? How has it been different with this COVID era? Um, you mentioned a little bit before some athletes focusing on maybe some weaknesses, right? Like if some are more endurance based, let's focus, let's take this time to do some more speed workouts and train for a shorter race. Um, I don't know any, any other just general themes or even specific types of workouts that you find yourself kind of, prescribing to 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 runners um during this time and and to anyone maybe who's listening um how yeah how could they how should they pivot you know their training accordingly yeah
2: so for a lot of my runners um you know their town uh tracks um are not enough and so Mm. you know a year ago i went and think like oh yeah so and so go three four hundred so now i'm kind of having background okay how long does it normally take them to run 400 okay let's say 90 seconds to two minutes so rather than having them you know to reach 400s i have them do intervals of you know two minutes on two minutes off time so and so and so that's really big for them to kind of get away from the the like mileage it component it's more of like the time like oh see how far i can make it in that minute, um, mm-hmm. that's been really refreshing for them, and then also just um, you know the faster you can run on road, the faster you'll run on track. So for some of my athletes that are racing on track, um, you know it's only a benefit to to get more comfortable on the road when they get when they finally get back on a track, it's going to feel awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then kind of, backing off that something like I mentioned earlier is. Um, I'm having a lot of my athletes run a lot more hill repeat. Um, mm. just because we don't, a lot of them don't have access to a gym. And, and so doing like the strength mm. work that they, um, might usually do. Mm-hmm. I, pull feel, you know, because yep. you're working on, um, you're working on, you know, feet and, um, really building up that strength. It's like, mm-hmm. you're almost like you're, you know, doing squats and running at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah because I would say kind of uh, less on the track, more on the road and experimenting with those yeah. times and then doing more hill work
0: mm-hmm. yeah, it's interesting to mention that we did last month we uh, for our Instagram live session was with coach T.J on the topic of hill yeah. training but and he made that similar comment of how hills can be a great substitute for for weight training right um, when a lot of runners maybe have some of that built into their training regimen um but don't have access to a gym anymore um and hills can kind of be weight training in disguise a little bit right oh yeah yes they yeah. can <laughs> yeah in, in a good way right and and i think s- some people when they don't necessarily know what they're training for i think hills can be good a good way to just yeah they're kind of i've also heard the term they can be speed work in disguise right because yeah. you're not actually running very fast so you don't it feel like speed work, but you're working on some of those more fast twitch muscles as you're working kind of harder, pushing off harder, going up the Hill. Um, so Hills can be a great way again, to kind of work on some, uh, some of the weaknesses, you know, again, if you're in that, if you're kind of stuck in that rut, not knowing what race you're training for, what distance, and you're kind of just want to stay in shape um, Hills can be a great way to just kind of have that, that evergreen kind of base of fitness, right. Of a way that something different than, just going out and running easy every day, um, but not necessarily a super fast or hard workout that's structured. It's kind of, um, yeah, kind of that feels like kind of that evergreen workout that you could do kind of any time of the year, right?
2: My my coach,
1: thank you for joining us here on the Next Level Running Podcast, your source for training advice from the expert coaches at Run Doyle. If you're ready to take your training and racing to the next level, head over to Rundoyan.com and get matched to your ideal coach who will provide you with the highly customized online training you need to start crushing your goals on race day.
2: I do it for 26 miles and then throw me on a hill and it's not pretty, but I'm always like, I'm always humbled by it and I always am more tired like the day and two
0: days after than, Mm -hmm. than I was expecting. Yeah. Great. All right. Well, um, anything else, I guess, if anyone who, who is listening now, let us know if you have any last questions for Addy Um, anything related to training through COVID mental training or anything, anything otherwise, feel free to drop them in before we, before we sign off here in a few minutes. Um, Anything you want to close on, Hattie, anything else you want to add on the topic or anything you want to say to anyone who might be listening.
2: Um, I just, I really, you know, want to stress something I said earlier that like, you know, because race might be canceled, running is not. Um, and another mm. really big thing I've been, you know, having my athletes or uh, my college coach always preach, know your why. Mm. Um, and so with anything of like, oh, I'm running because, you know, well, I don't know why, you know, or your wife. why? Are mm. you, why are you mm. training? Um, and I think that I've challenged my athletes a lot with that question, and sometimes the answer surprises um, them. Um, for a lot of my athletes, their parents, and it's just to kind of live a more healthful life and to mm-hmm. inspire their kids. Um, and others are like, oh, because I I really enjoy it. Like, I've never really thought why I run. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's another really big big one just know your why um, you know in in this context in terms of running um, and just yeah mm-hmm. just remember that these races are canceled
0: right yeah together. totally you know your why i think the the hows and the whats will kind of fall into place right but that that why is kind of that more north north star that you're working toward and in your focus and it's funny you mentioned that i think there's there's a book called Start With Why. I want to say it's Simon Sinek and kind of on the business topic, uh, one of the very famous TED Talk, but it's kind of okay. on, that, it's on that topic of, of start with why and some of the most successful. He talks to it through the lens of, of business or marketing, kind of brands like, like Apple that, that start with why is kind of their focus of why they exist and why they, why they do what they do, and then kind of the how and the what are kind of the, the afterthoughts that are, that are means of getting to that why. So it's an interesting that you brought that up and how that can also apply to running. What's your why as a, as a personal brand or your personal self, right? And then um, I think the, the how and the what will, will kind of fall into place.
2: Exactly. Um,
0: that's, that's great. Great advice. So, um, Well, thanks, Addie. If, if anyone listening wants to work with Coach Addie, um, again, she is uh, available at rundoing.com As one of our coaches, you can hire her. Um, we have a few different levels of services to choose from um again we will post this on our podcast the next level running podcast um as a replay um in the coming weeks um so be sure to tune into that subscribe to that and and we'll have um we also just launched an episode with mark hadley yesterday on the topic of tempo and threshold training so uh be sure to subscribe to that podcast we'll continue to bring the content uh both from our instagram live and our original podcast episodes coach uh david jankowski is our host of the podcast so um Addy, thanks again for joining us it's it's been a been a pleasure it's been a great conversation i think you brought a lot of insight into how runners can help get through some of these challenging times and i i have no doubt that it's hopefully going to help um help a few of those listeners out there um find find their why and find some of their motivation um to get through this
2: yeah well thank you for having me and um yeah we just gotta you know, stick together well not
0: <laughs> mentally not together or to virtually see, together but, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. And just, yeah. you know, stay positive on yeah. her
1: why on her. Yeah, totally. All right. That'll do it for this week's Instagram live running replay. Thank you to everyone who's joined us this week. I hope you enjoyed this discussion on motivation and now you have your why. That said, remember to come back every month on the 13th for another Instagram live replay with a different Rundoyan coach. Also on the 26th, I'll host a regular podcast. I hope you are already listening to that and are already subscribed. But remember to join that on the 26th of each month. With that, we'll wrap things up on this Instagram Live replay, and I'll see you on the 26th. Thank you for joining us here on the Next Level Running Podcast, your source for training advice from the expert coaches at Run Doyen. If you're ready to take your training and racing to the next level, head over to Rundoyan.com and get matched to your ideal coach who will provide you with the highly customized online training you need to start crushing your goals on race day.